Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLM. The best of Leos from Gray. And Chelsea surging forward with Hazard now. Diego Costa making moves. Hazard doesn't need any help whatsoever. He's having a much better start to this season, that's for sure. Chelsea lay down an early marker. Oh, we, oh, whoa, 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 it's me again. That means you're hearing my voice. That's a, that's a great end, and it's my voice in a new way because it's not like any of the other ways I've opened up. The Real Football Show, The Real Football Show is back and another weekend, and of course, and on demand, and when you want it, 6 p.m. on Friday nights or, of course, on ESPNLincoln.com. Animal, join with Perk. Perk, always great at rounding up guests, victims, whatever you want to call them that want to be on the show, that want to talk about the beautiful game that is soccer, that is the real football show. So, Perk, what's lined up for this week? Victims, huh? Okay. <laughs> we, we, we got Spurs fans or days here with us right now. So I'm okay with them in the room this week. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all London supporters. We yep. got uh, West Ham and Chelsea. And then with us, we got uh, Scott Brester making his second, getting his second cap. Thanks right, for having me make, back. And back. And then... Uh, uh, someone I just met, but we've known about each other. We've got like a thousand friends in common. Uh, Digger Hawkins. So probably the coolest name we've had on the show. I would have to say so, so yes. So uh, Digger, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Glad to be here. It's it's okay. it's amazing how many people that we've again like last week. Gerilyn, who was just a listener, she's a Serie A fan. She's been to a couple of games in Italy. Her favorite team is Roma. She messaged us. Does she want to be on the show? That's how it works. That's yeah. how the real football show works. It's a show for everybody. Everybody should be on this show. And she knew a lot about the Italian league. Oh my gosh, and we got more Digger than anybody else. Scott gets a hold of me a while back. He goes, "Hey, I, I you know Digger's also a Spurs fan, and let's get on together and all this stuff." And so uh, it'll be cool and. Good timing with the Champions League. Yep, yep. And getting ready for round two, the aggregate. As uh, you know, it's Liverpool and Barcelona. Liverpool and Barca playing on Tuesday. Messi was unbelievable. For a 2 o'clock game, but then the very next day we turn right around. It's Ajax and the Spurs who will play. And, of course, then we'll be down to the last two. Then the the final. So, as, uh, okay, as, as, you know, I'm kind of neutral, even though I want, I do want the Spurs to go. I want them to go in there, but, uh. Uh, they didn't get the the goal, but they won. Oh, it, it's not a bad result for Spurs. I really no. want the the way goal, ideally, right? But not at all. I mean, I would have loved to have you know scored a goal and yeah. and not given up the away goal to Ajax. But I I think I'm confident. You know, we didn't have Sone, and I think Sone makes a a bit of a difference without having Harry Kane. We do play a little bit different than we do with Harry Kane. A chance of Kane coming back. I heard. I, I I just kind of saw a headline. That's, that's the rumors. That's what the do you rumors. think? Is it just talk, or can he make it back? Who knows? Every time, uh, every time he's been out, he's he's got back quicker than uh, <laughs> than uh, scheduled. So you know, love to have him back. You know, if if he's not back, then we've still got Son. So and, and Son, we'll see. because of that counter attack speed that Son's got. I mean, that's that's huge. But but yeah. I mean, all you got to do is win. 
We're down to the final four in Champions it's, League. It's awesome. And it's, now we have to, again, we're going to have to actually give Ajax some credit. Look how absolutely. far. They're like giant killers at this point, and nobody has really spoken of the accomplishments that this team has made to get to the final four of Champions League. It could be either, it could be obviously a couple of different ways. It could be an all England final, yeah, it could be, be cool. a non England final. Yeah, it, it, it could go either way. Take your Spurs hats off for a while, guys. Ajax is good. They, they're very right? good. Uh, yeah. What impresses me the most about them is every single player is very technical. But the beauty of it is they all know their role and they all know where to be. So it's fun to watch them because you're not have a bunch of technical players that are playing for themselves. They're playing for that team and they know where to put themselves and they know what their role is to contribute for that team. And that's probably what makes them the most dangerous, I think. I can name at least one guy on all these teams, except for Ajax. Not one. I can't name one guy. I didn't. I didn't know they had that blend. Blend. Uh, yes. For, yeah, I, he, you know. So he. But other than that, no names. Tadic was in the EPL Tadich. last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Played for Southampton. Yep. But other. I mean, and then he, I. So I assume maybe this is, you know, because Ajax has had many golden generations. Yeah. Right. right. You know, and Holland's been awesome. They missed the World Cup this past, you know, past time also. Maybe this is that new group. I, I assume they're probably a lot of, most of them are Dutch, right? Most of that team, I, yeah. I, I assume. Um, I, assume I think in their starting 11, I saw this a couple weeks ago, um, there are six players that are from their academy system. Hmm. They paid 150,000 euros per player. So if you do the math <laughs> and you add Blind and you add Tadic in there, I think their salary for their starting 11 was like 50 million. <laughs> and you compare that to the bigger clubs that they're playing against in this tournament, and that's unbelievable. But it sh- also Paul, shows... Paul the- makes that just in the, in the time you were talking. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it shows the system. It shows how they develop players. I mean, yeah. you look at the Spurs. I mean, we have plenty of people that have come through the Dutch system. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't e- know. Eriksen, uh, Davison Sanchez, Vertonghen, and Alderweireld were... Yep, all played for Ajax. No kid. Yep. Yeah. For Tong, man, Tong, he, yeah, he had kind of a big hit. The uh, he, he got not clean. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. I can't believe they put him back in. They it, did briefly, and then uh, he he pulled himself out. Yeah, he could. He was probably went and threw up. It looked like he does, and it looked like he knocked his own player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Kind of knocked head was that concussion thing, but uh, so Ajax has won all three away legs. In the knockouts, they're good out of their house. Yeah, right. and that's yeah. they're not intimidated. Real Madrid and Tottenham, yeah. by the way, those are three big time. And in the group stage, they drew twice with Bayern. So it's not like they got right. some easy schedule and kind of lucked into it. They're they're earning it. They're earning it. Now Liverpool is going to have to score a lot of goals. <laughs> you know, before we get into the All England final, Liverpool right. is going to have to go to town on goals. That game is, by the way, at Anfield. You know, the, the yeah. upcoming game between. Uh, between Liverpool and Barcelona. The Ajax-Tottenham game, that's back in Amsterdam. The odds are amazing on this. Ajax are a 43% uh, to win, whereas Tottenham is 31 and a 26% draw. You look at the other one, I think this is even more surprising. Liverpool are a 50% chance to win their game. Barca's only 27% with a 23% chance of a draw. Barca probably doesn't, I mean, they're probably through. Right. (laughs) Okay, I yeah, with that three so. nothing win, you know, against Liverpool, and yeah. uh, that game, of course, at Camp Nou. And I don't know if you guys will see that game. You know, these games are you know the mid afternoon during the day, but uh, Messi looks so good. Oh, the free <laughs> kick was unbelievable! Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. 
In Champions League, guess who's leading in goals? Messi. There it is. <laughs> is it close, though? Is Ronaldo right with him? Uh, Tadic is second, actually, yeah. Oh. Yeah. with nine goals. And then Lewandowski, no longer in, in, the, in the competition at this point. The kid from Ajax, uh, Tagliafico? Yes. Uh, is in first place with nine. He's leading with yellow cards. Uh, usually, usually the assists are the very next thing. They don't show the assists on the uh, on the Champions League stats. That's I'm interesting. Sure it's a Barcelona guy, I'm sure. That's that's amazing. Maybe a Liverpool person. That that must be a misprint. There's just no way. Well, anyway, oh, he's had his fair share of yellow cards. I think he actually was out at least one one game because of accumulated ye- yellow cards through through the rounds. So <laughs> remember the whole. I remember the whole. I'm going to get a yellow card and then I'm going to sit. But then he talked about it and so got Jared pinched for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talked we about talked about that last time. Oh, that was that timing when you were on. Yes, last time. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 sure enough, it happened. So, yeah, that's a, which that, I always say was, was a genius move. Just don't talk about it and get busted. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could not resist. So I'm seeing the TV commercials for Champions League, and it's very exciting. Of course, it's all beer commercials, but it's still exciting. <laughs> and it's a Heineken still sponsoring it. You know, not that this is a Heineken commercial, but it's very cool to see the commercials because it's going to be the biggest game Yeah. You know, when, when we finally get down to it. which And no Real Madrid, who's won the past three, won the past four out of five. So they'll be different. Barcelona's been there a lot. So so June um, 1st at 2 o'clock, and June 1st is a Saturday. Yes. Whoa. I, th- I have a feeling we'll be uh, maybe busy at Captain Jack's that day. I'd say so. We should I probably have a meeting so. that day. Right? We, should, we should have a meeting. <laughs> I have about a meeting about, to go to. About yeah. a 1 o'clock meeting, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the big news, of course, USL. we got to talk about the USL and the yeah. announcement out of Omaha. We need to get into that. Of course, EPL winding down the last couple of games, Bundesliga, Serie A, La Liga, boom, uh, everything else we got to get into. And, of course, you know, then we even have to talk about Championship League. Who's coming up? Sure. Who's going yeah. down? You know, there's a lot to go over. The big fun that we've got planned this summer with the American Outlaws is the bus trip to Kansas City. There's more details on this. Perk, what is it? Oh, yeah, we're taking the because the USA plays in the Gold Cup. And back in Kansas City for four years, and we always play Panama. <laughs> <it seems like. laughs> oh my gosh, we always play Panama in Kansas City. Uh, but yeah, we're taking a bus down June twenty fifth. Is my date right on that? It's the Tuesday. The game's on that Wednesday. Uh, and Captain Jacksville, they'll they set us up there. They'll drive us down uh, night before to get a power and light at Johnny's, the hotel uh, tailgate out there. And that's a uh, you know, if you've been there, it's a wonderful stadium. USA games are nuts there. Uh, it'll be good weather, probably hot weather, but it'll be a great time. Get you back late, 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 late Wednesday or early, early, early Thursday. Early, early, early Thursday. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be a really good time. Hey, tell them where you can sign up at. At theamericanoutlaws.com. Um, where you can just find us on the, the Real Football page, uh, Facebook, AO Lincoln on Facebook. A lot of ways to get a hold of us, so just uh, reach out to us. And Scott's even wearing an American Outlaw shirt today, so it's good to see. It is the Real Football Show. Of course, you know we are on demand starting at about Friday morning-ish at ESPNLincoln.com. Of course, you can catch a show live, as you may be right now, on ESPN 1480 and 101.5 FM at 6 p.m. on Friday evenings. But, yeah, we are built and have you uh, on iTunes as well. So there it is. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN Lincoln, ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 a.m. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM. It's Animal Perk Digger, our new guy this week. And Scott is back for his second cap. Okay, so the big news coming out this week. The 
USL is coming to Omaha. Professional soccer is coming to Omaha. Now, again, I don't know the tiers of all this. I just know that in America, MLS is number one. They're the top, they're the top cat. So everything below that, though, is a complete mystery to me as to how it falls. It's, it's, it's awesome. And I assume, Digger, probably you are familiar with, with Jason. I know him or not. Yes, I do. And it seems like a Wednesday, the press conference, not talk enough great to be the coach of this team. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, Wednesday. I don't think it's kind of confusing. So MLS is the top. This will be double-A baseball. Okay, so it's, it, so it's USL and then USL 1. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, All right, well, that's easy. That's yeah, easy it, enough. That's e- easy enough, and it's a professional league. So it's, you know, and we've not never had that before in Nebraska. So it's it's awesome. It's really cool. Um, there was a team called the Lincoln Brigade maybe yep. about 15-some years ago. That was like time ago. That was like the highest level until this. Played at Seacrest Field. Yeah, colors were green. Yep. Uh, Martin Martin Banyard, we've had on the show many times. Yeah. He, he was a ticket holder number zero zero one. No yep. way. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so uh, so Gary the Green's same. the guy who owns the Storm Chasers. Yeah. This is the guy who's gonna. I, he's the guy who he was awarded it. Awarded the franchise of the USL League One. Yeah. So it's they'll play at Warner Park, which which I think is good for a few reasons. It might be kind of a novelty of playing in the park, but. They do it at Yankee Stadium. Right. So they play um, at Warner Park. What is Warner Park? Help it, me. It's the baseball field that the Storm okay. Chasers play. Okay. All right. And then so, it starts in March 2020. Yeah. So they'll start it pretty much in a year. Uh, I, I think it's kind of cool because you have Morrison Field, you have Coniglia. Both are amazing fields. But if you play at one, maybe you alienate the other fan base, maybe. So this way it's neutral. Probably not too far from you, actually, yes. Digger. Yep. <laughs> um, about 10 minutes away from me. And, and tell me about... Jason Mimsen, he he was a first ever UNO coach, yes, and, and he's now got him. He won him like league titles and went to the NCAA tournament. Yep. went to Real Salt Lake for a little bit. Tell me a little bit about about Jason. Uh, Jason was actually at Creighton before he was at UNO, um, and then he was the first coach um, to take the take the men's program at UNO. So I I used to be at Creighton, so that's sort of how I I know Jason. And then he he spent a stint. At out at uh, in Utah with Rail Rail Salt Lake City Academy, Um, and obviously this is a great opportunity for him to come essentially come back home. Um, And I, you know, I didn't actually go, but I saw the press conference on uh, uh, Wednesday on on Wednesday on social media, Um, and you know, I think he talked about this was twenty years in the making, and you know, he's excited to be home. So I think it's, I think it's going to be great for. Right for the state. Team, team name, colors, logo, and other information will be announced. Evidently, oh, I hate it when they do this. They'll solicit community input. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's just a terrible idea. Just come up with an idea, hire a firm, and name it. Otherwise, you're going to have like the Omaha Beef again or some stupid name like that. Gosh, come on. Do it right. I don't know. I just I hate it when they have to do these community things because then it's like, well, now guess what? We're stuck with the name. <laughs> I don't know. Besides that, it's going to be <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I just. I mean, I'm excited about it. I just. I want them to do it right. I want it to have a good name. I don't want it to sound so localized that it's like. Again, I go back to the beef. It's like, come on. Oh yeah, but do it right. Do you also want to go the other route where you go? It's going to be the. Omaha FC City oh, okay. Real Sporting <laughs> Team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Okay, all right. Point Maybe taken. Maybe somewhere in the middle. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I don't think you have to call him Real Omaha, though. No. Just, <laughs> not, that's not going to, no, that's not going to fly. I can almost guarantee, I shouldn't say that, that's not going to be Real Omaha, but right. who yep. knows? It, it, it is a Royals AAA baseball team that plays there. This is very true. Correct. Oh, crap. Maybe it is going to be real. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, League One may sound confusing, but it's consistent with naming tradition in the United Kingdom. USL rebranded each of its three leagues beginning this season. So in England, first and fourth, it's known as Premier League Championship, (laughs) League One, League Two. Similarly, it's MLS, USL Championship, USL League One, USL League Two. So it's USL League One. Which is the second division of USL and the third division of pro overall. Yes. Right, so it makes perfect sense, right, guys? Right, right. <laughs> so that was the big news this week, and, and that's very exciting. It, I, it's awesome. Look, and, I look and, forward and to who it. knows? Maybe down the road, Lincoln gets like a, what we call the PDL team or something. Maybe as a feeder team to them or something. USL so. too. You know, you never know. Yeah. I, I'm excited. This is a long time in the making for soccer. Uh, I think the Lincoln Omaha soccer community will support this really well. I know that. Uh, Gavin and I will probably be uh, flying up the interstate, quick 30-minute trip to Warner Park because it's not that far to go. You know, yeah. and the right off the interstate, too. And, and the right tickets seem reasonable, 15 to 20, what, 22, 22. bucks? Yeah. And that's for to go watch a match? That's awesome. And, and, and to your point, it's Warner Park. It's not right. uh, Morrison Stadium, which is a long ways to go to a beautiful stadium. Right. Caniglia, get you in a beautiful stadium, but harder to get to. Right. People in... Elkhorn, Miller, Gretna, they, they're not going to go down to Morrison, right? They'll go to Warner Park. Right. Yep. And I guess, Digger, if you live 10 minutes away, you might show up to a game or two. There right? you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and I think there's opportunities for home, homegrown players to get an opportunity to, to taste that, right? Yeah. Especially with KC just down the street. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So the uh, former Omaha teams were the Omaha Flames... That was an indoor. From 96 yes. to 98. Civic. <laughs> in yeah. the Civic. Yeah. They yeah. played indoor in the Civic. <laughs> <laughs> and the Omaha Vipers. Same thing. Vipers yep. played. Yes. They're, they're indoor. Yeah, and yep. they played a played half of their at least half of their seasons. Yes, indoors. Exarbon uh, Coliseum over a couple of seasons, and then the Vipers at uh, Civic Auditorium for their loan season from 2010 to 2011. I went to one of their the Viper games, and they played like against Alexi Lalas and Paul Callet, like a bunch of old U.S. players. players. It was kind of fun. Miola was supposed to be there, couldn't make it, so it was, it was entertaining. <laughs> but uh, the quality of their quality had let go. A little bit. <laughs> but it was fun. It was super fun. U.S. men's national team. We should probably talk about some of the upcoming uh, games for them. And, of course, then we got, you know what? Let's actually start off with the ladies because they announced the roster. It's a big deal. Uh, Scott, what, what do you have there in front of you for the roster as we get ready for the women playing in the World Cup? Here we come. You can't stop us this time. I mean, there's no way they can stop us at this point. Digger might disagree. But okay, well, all right. <laughs> so the, U.S. women have a game against South Africa on May 12th, and then again on May 16th against New Zealand. Then at the end of May, they'll play against Mexico. Yep, and that's the, like, the send-off series. Yep, yep. Right. So as far as the roster goes, it's it's the you know it's the 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 big names you're used to. You know, you've yeah. got you know your Mallory Pugh, your Megan Rapino, Kristen Press. Uh, Alex Morgan, which, you know, is a fan favorite of a lot of, uh, girl soccer players today. Um, personally, I like Rapino. She, she just goes out and goes about her business. Well, and right. Alex Morgan is like the, I mean, she you, is. Coach, you coach girls. I mean, yeah. you see a lot of number 13 jerseys. Or USA. Yes. yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Refresh my memory. Who was the girl who got suspended a couple of years ago for, 
Uh, Hope Solo. Hope Solo. Yes, Hope Solo. that's yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I was trying to think of that earlier this week, and I'm like, I got to make sure I ask that question. She, she's probably, I don't know, the Diego Costa of the U.S. Women's National Team. Maybe is that really? Is that fair? Uh, yeah. She wears the yeah, bla- probably so. <laughs> she wears the black cowboy hat. Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay. She's highly entertaining. Yes, she is. Uh, Carly Lloyd, Tobin Heath. I mean, <laughs> as far as forwards go, that's a lot. That's that's a lot of talent. That's a lot of firepower. I mean, I saw the who uh, comes off the bench, who starts a match, right? Yeah. To be able to say I can bring any one of those people off my my bench and sub them in during a World Cup if we need a goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. Just a little over a month away from the U.S. Women's the World Cup, uh, of course, Thailand. Chile and Sweden, our first three opponents. Not exactly the group of death. No, no it's not. <laughs> right. No. no. Uh, I, Scott, I was reading where the average number of caps is 80. Yeah. For that yeah. team. And you look at the men's and it's like three, four, five, you know, because nope. we're trying to do this youth movement and it's 80 is the average number of caps for this roster. Right. Uh, Digger, I assume you're a fan of the England team? Yes, indeed. And yep. probably the U.S., I would guess, yep. also, right? Yeah. Uh, England's got a pretty good chance. They do. They do. They've been, they've been improving uh, uh, probably since, certainly been improving the last four years, for yeah. sure. Okay. You know, so uh, I think they reached the semis in, uh, it was either the World Cup or the Olympics. So they, they've got a they've got an opportunity. Um, they won the She Believes Cup here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it drew with the U.S. but won the overall yeah. thing. Um, and they finished in, and they finished in the last four in the Euros as well. So okay. uh, I think which Holland is, won that, which uh, is over, which is improved. I don't know Holland won, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I would think France or England would be the yeah the two main yeah. ones. Germany is is good too. So yes, yeah. So that's pretty crazy when you look at the you know the the group like Group A is France, you know, the top right there. Germany's Group B, Italy's Group C, mm-hmm. England is Group D. I mean, they, they got everybody split up pretty good. Yeah, and, and you know, in, in women's, you don't see a lot of upsets. You know, usually, so you'll probably see all those people advance. It might be like all uh, Europe teams, and then the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be crazy to see that happen. It is the real football show on ESPN, uh, one hundred one five FM, fourteen eighty AM, and of course on ESPNLincoln.com. You're listening to the real football show. On ESPN KLMS. It is a real football show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM. Animal Perk Scott Digger. Digger joining us. We got to get into Digger's past. He's from Portsmouth in the UK. We got to get into his his love of uh, his town and but he's uh, he's a he's a Spurs fan. But we won't hold him against him. We won't. We won't. We won't, <laughs> Scott we won't be, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we. Yeah. I guess we're outnumbered. Mr. Yeah, Chelsea fan and West Ham guy over here. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we got nothing to talk about. Well, oh, oh, Digger mentioned that Portsmouth is the home of Jill Ellis, the USA women's coach. So that's, I didn't know that. That's yep. interesting. Yep, she moved over. Uh, early 80s, um, there wasn't many opportunities for female players uh, back in England at that time. And yeah, she's she she's from probably about five, ten minutes away from where I used to live. No kidding. So yeah. No, was she a known name? To right, be, on, right. to be honest, no. Yeah, okay. Not okay. back then. That's awesome. So, I, I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> so the U.S. men's national team over on that side of the coin, USA and Jamaica will play on June 5th, USA versus Venezuela on June 9th. So as it's it's kind of cool because you'll get a whole bunch of women's warm-up games here for the next month. 
Then there'll be kind of a cooling period as they get ready for the World Cup, but then the men will actually have a couple of games before the World Cup kick off. <laughs> I tell you what, June is loaded with USA yep. games between the minimum of three for the women World Cup, which will have more than three, uh, then the three Gold Cup games. Guyana, Trinidad, and Tobago, the, and then uh, Panama. The two games you mentioned before that. Yep. So Jamaican the have eight USA games, so... Uh, you know, get your seat at Captain Jack's and, you know, right. reserve, get all the USA it. you can handle in June. Yeah. It's a packed house. That's going to be awesome. Oh, you know what? We should probably dive into EPL. I mean, it seems like it's, we There's know a couple of things going on there, I guess. There are a couple yeah. of things going on, you know, with, with the few games that are left, which, you know, we're on what match day, 37 of 38. Yeah. Coming it's, up this weekend. It's a phenomenal year. Don't you guys think it's, it's an amazing yeah. year. It's yeah. a bit of a, it, it is. I'll tell you what. There are some backsides that are really tight between the third and the fourth place teams from the bottom. Cardiff yeah. and Brighton. Brighton is not safe because, again, this is a big suppose or what if. If Cardiff wins their last two games and Brighton do not, guess what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Brighton probably right. won't. They're playing with Arsenal and Man City. So yeah. Brighton probably yeah. won't. Right. right. And, you know, we got, you know, our friend Mark Penfold is from Brighton, and uh, I'm sure he's... They could uh, wind up, you know, at, but all they have to do is win one. If if Brighton could win one of those. Draw, win, draw, anything, or Cardiff, lose or draw, it's over. And so Brighton, things are, you'd rather be in Brighton situation than Cardiff's. Correct. Yes. Right. Correct. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it's that guy behind you with a knife yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that everybody in the audience can see, but you can't see for some reason. So, you know, I mean, Brighton is... Uh, they 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 drew Newcastle, right? Actually, Corey and Justin were actually yes. at that game. Yes. They were at that game yep. in Brighton. <laughs> they they went to England for a weekend to a Brighton game, and uh, and Jamie Henderson, who's been on the show, was at the Man U Chelsea game. By the way, so we had a few people on the show that have were over there. But Brighton scored their first goal like in over eleven hours of soccer. Whoa, they that's had a, not long time. In a long time. A long time to put that perspective. Man City scores a goal every 36 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so Brighton's been awful. Yeah. And and hopefully they can squeak it out and stay up, but it's So Brighton has Arsenal and Cardiff has Crystal Palace this weekend. Yeah, so that could easily give them 3 points, right? Cardiff has Man United next weekend. And Brighton has Man City, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's 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 it, there's a lot of fear because because you better win. Here's the deal: you better win this weekend if you're one of the if you're Cardiff or Brighton. You better win this weekend yeah, because but, next weekend. Mm-mm. But Brighton's at Arsenal this weekend, and all the every single team you mentioned has something going on. I mean, that top obviously Man City probably won't have the league wrapped up until that final day. Yeah. Probably. Right? Yeah. Man, you Arsenal, they're all fighting for your your team the Spurs. They're they're all fighting for top four. Yeah. Then Spurs should be in, but we don't know. Right? Should. Then you could talk about the top two teams. Absolutely. Yeah. Because then you've got Man City and Liverpool and it's like Liverpool has Newcastle this weekend. Okay. That could happen. I mean if Liverpool doesn't completely blow it there, there's a jump right there, but then you know Man City has Leicester, so it's like uh, they could both win. So yeah. then they just they literally will stay pace with each other. Then you look at next weekend, and uh, Man City has Brighton. At Brighton should 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 be a win. Liverpool but, but has the Wolves. Li- Liverpool fans have been saying that Brendan Rodgers owes them a title. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they have. And and oh. Brendan Rodgers, help me out here. He uh, he was the former uh, Liverpool coach when uh, Gerard had that little slip up oh, at, yeah. against Chelsea, and they come so close, uh, so close, so close, but, but they, yeah, so they didn't win it. So he's now at Leicester. Oh, <laughs> so uh, they're, they're banking on uh, Brendan Rodgers. Well, Jamie wow. Vardy. If Jamie Vardy's been playing really well the last couple of weeks, so but so is Man City. I know, I know, but you never know. Just think. I mean, what if it comes down to again? What if they come down to the same amount of points? What if it comes down to the same I, amount I, I of points? I did hear this, and Dick, you might know. So I did hear this, um, and see if I get this right. So if they're if they're tied on points, then it goes goal differential. Correct. If they're tied on goal differential. Then if they're also tied on maybe goal scored, there's a chance they can go to a, a one-game playoff. Have you ever heard this? Yes. Yeah. Goal, goal, it, it, goal differential, by the way, right now as it stands, Man City's at 68, Liverpool's at 64. Okay, so it, 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 it could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> uh, Liverpool but, would have to take somebody out to the woodshed. Which they can. And then somehow tie. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few things that have to happen yeah. for this to yeah. go on. But, but it's kind of crazy when you look at it the way that the top two are going to wind up, you know, and then the bottom, like that bottom third, fourth spot where that could flip back and forth, which you could see some craziness in the stands if it comes down to that. Where, and we talked about this uh, before we got in there, you guys, where Liverpool is sitting at 91 points right now. Yeah. Which is yep. the fifth highest point ever scored in EPL. And and there's still two games, two very winnable yep. games to, to yep. go. Um, and Liverpool fans like to point out where Man U's never scored more than 91 points. But I think if I'm a Man U fan, I'd rather have the titles than the points. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could finish on 97 points and not win the league, yeah. which is unbelievable. 97 points, third highest of all time. And here's your second place trophy. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, and who knows where? Then they're going to finish. Uh, you know, a final four of Champions League. Yeah. It's like, so they're, they're right there. They're so close. And it's been 29 years since they won a league, which I found, I found hard to believe. They all like money. <laughs> Manchester City have, uh, have now undone Manchester United as the Premier League's most valuable club, breaking the $2 billion barrier. Really? So despite the Reds crossing the $2 billion mark, uh, the 2017-18 English champions beat out their Manchester counterparts by almost $275 million. According to this new report for Sports Business, one of the sports business That's magazines. A lot of money in Manchester. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've always heard that, actually. Man yeah. City is is a bit more of the... what like is the local team? Is that... Oh, Digger, you'd probably know. I mean, are they kind of more the local team and Man U's the global there, team? There is... Yeah, there, there's talk that there's uh, more Manchester fans, the, Man- the Manchester City fans than Manchester United. So, okay, okay. Yeah. But Manchester but, but, United is more known globally. Yeah, you, you yes. just grab any random person off the street in the U.S. Yep. And, you know, who is You say, other? who's Man United? They'll, yep. They know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Even if they're just the most, you know, passerby of sports fans yeah. for soccer. It's like the same, you know, hey, it's Dallas Cowboys, New York right. Yankees. Right. It's, well, it's, it, I was going to say, you know, I believe United has the partnership with the Yankees, too. So they co-kind of, you know brand each other a little bit so you know Yankees, that's a lot of money United, between those right? then um, well, the, Gla- I, the Glazers the Glazers still there yeah they they own Buccaneers Tampa Bay Buccaneers yes oh, yeah. yes is that yes. the Arsenal and Arsenal or no Manchester my, United oh yeah 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 Arsenal's the uh Colorado group the yeah. um, yes uh 
Cronky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a little, little bit of a uh, little bit of a, uh, you know, bread on bread and butter here for our Spurs fans who are in the house. I'm sure you've heard the story about <laughs> Harry Kane helping out uh, a fan. Maybe you've heard something about this. Oh, I've not heard yes. this. Yeah. Uh, Neil Markham, who's a fan, posted a video of his daughter, Ella, who has Down syndrome, uh, dancing at the club's new stadium after yes. the Spurs lost to West Ham. As a result, her father received a slew of online abuse from fans upset about the result because uh, he said, you know, the result is never the most important thing because he showed his kid dancing and having a good time, you know. Oh, that's cool. So on Saturday, he posted this video and um, was ridiculed online and was subjected to abuse for posting the video. And Harry Kane contacted him and said, I, I want you to be my guest. No way. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. So Harry Kane inviting the 16-year-old to be the mascot at their last game of the season against Everton. Oh, that's awesome. That's Super. so cool. Yes. So like a class that guy. Yes. I want to thank you for your amazing support. Your family are proud of you as well. I know you're a big fan. We'd love you to come down and be a mascot for the last game of the season. Keep dancing and doing what you're doing. Lots of love. That's so cool. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know. Hannity Kane. Yeah. So Harry Kane, who is, you know, he's he can pretty much do anything. I mean, that whole World Cup last year. And maybe he'll come back and win him a Champions League. Right? <laughs> Fingers crossed, right? I love that. Nice. That's always, it's always cool to see news like that. Okay, nice. guess what? We're coming up to the end of the third segment. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM, and of course on demand at ESPNLincoln.com. It is a real football show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM, and on demand on iTunes and on com. Okay, so we covered EPL. We covered kind of who might. Well, we know two are going down. It's that third and fourth spot at the bottom that could do a flip-flop. You know, unlike the NFL draft last week, they punish you and many other sports on the planet when you suck instead of giving you the first draft pick. I still don't understand that. That's awarding bad behavior. So... We talk about, oh, who's going to jump up? It's the last weekend for the EFL Championship, which is, of course, that's the league that's just below EPL. It's the last games this weekend. And you look at the standings there, Norwich, they're going up. They're up. Yep. Sheffield United, going up. But then it's what, third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth? Yeah. Yes. Is that's that how it works? Great yeah. tournament. So, so great news for Norwich. Uh, Darren Thompson lives yep. here in Lincoln. He's Darren's a proud fan. fan. So, wow. congrats so to the him. Canaries yep. get to go up again. They yep. were just up a couple of years ago. Yeah, I yes. remember the yep. Canaries. And, yep. uh, and uh, Joe Elliott uh, will be happy that Sheffield United is going on. This will be my first <laughs> chance seeing them on EPL because, you know, I don't actually, I mean, I see EPL on on Saturdays, but I never seek out the Championship League games. I, they, so it, it'll be cool to actually get uh, some eyeball time on these other teams that are coming up. And they yeah. used to be a big club, kind of, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. not as big yeah. as Wednesday, probably, right? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. But both both Norwich and Sheffield United have good history. Cool. And then, obviously, yeah. Leeds has a huge history. Yes, and they're, indeed. They're in the mix. Aston yeah. Villa's got a big history. Yeah. But, they're in the mix. So Leeds United, is it third, sixth, fourth, fifth? Who plays? Correct, I, yeah. Okay, so two, two legs. if it sits, as it is, Leeds would take on uh, Derby Derby County. County. Derby, probably Derby County. I'm saying that wrong. (laughs) You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) And West Brom, who were just up not too long ago, I remember them being up in EPL, taking on Aston Villa. Another suspect that has been up in EPL and bounced out as well. That's a big Midlands derby as well. 
They, oh, really? West Brom, Aston? West Brom and uh, Aston Villa. Okay, okay. So them two don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> There's one guy on our show who will not even say their name. Dunford, yeah, he won't talk about it. <laughs> He's never mentioned the words Aston or Villa on the yeah. show. He'll say them, but not in a row, not together. <laughs> And and we had a Villa fan on, you know, Trevor Whitehill not too long ago, who was, you know, a USA guy, a military, and happened to go to a game and loved it and has been a fan. And, and since he's been on the show, Villa's not lost, by the way, since he's been on the show. <laughs> Interesting. They had uh, like 10 wins in a row. They drew right after he was on. Then they had that draw last week. So we can get into this. So uh, it, uh, Digger, help me out with this. So Leeds and Villa played. Yep. And it was a 0-0 draw, I think, yep. until like the 75th or so. Yeah, I think it was, yep. I think it was around about the 71st minute. And the guy gets injured for Aston Villa, or he's down about midfield. Yep. Uh, they're playing the ball, and it, they're about midfield. It looks like they're going to just play the ball out like you do, right? Correct, yeah. And everybody kind of pauses. The ball's on the left side. Everybody kind of pauses, kind of stops. Even the guy with the ball kind of pauses. But then he passes the ball down the left wing to a guy kind of wide open and goes in and scores. (laughs) Villa Villa players did not like it. Correct. Nor did John Terry, who was uh, was the assistant coach for uh, Aston Villa (laughs) as well. (laughs) So Sheffield United are the Blades. I didn't know that. The Blades. I did not know that. The Blades and what they bring to the Premier League. So they're going to go up. It's a lock. Uh, 2006-07 was the last time that they were uh the last season that they were in the top flight as they, they say. were in league 1 I don't think that long ago either yep. right mm-hmm. yeah so you know again people who don't know that's you drop another league it's not between two leagues you keep dropping yep. Yep. until you yep. prove you don't drop right yep. I did not know this but West Ham were actually at it was between West Ham and them. There was some problems. Uh, third party ownership rules were broken. Whoa. Okay. And uh, between West Ham and Sheffield United. Yeah, this is crazy. As the end of the 0607 season neared, it looked like West Ham would be relegated and the Blades would survive. Tevez, who almost single handedly dragged the Hammers to two seven wins from their last nine games as they stayed up on the final day. West Ham were found to have breached third-party ownership rules, meaning Tevez should have been ineligible for that run-in. They paid then United $20 million in compensation. <laughs> what? So, some involved will never forget. Chris Wilder is his is the manager. Carlos of, Tevez was with West Ham? I, I, again, yeah. this is all before me. This is all before you remember my... This guy? I, don't, I don't remember that. But this was... It's crazy. It's a blast from the past. But, yeah. mm-hmm. last... It doesn't surprise me with West Ham, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at who owns us now. And I know what those people did in their past. <laughs> Again, he's, you know, you just admit things. Anyway, so Sheffield United, uh, their real glory days, their league title came in 1898. When oh they won gosh. the old okay. first division and uh, following year lifted their first of four FA Cups. So... That's uh, that's the latest I know. We know we got to get into Digger. Digger, who is from Portsmouth, we've got to get into like a little bit of your history. Yeah, of... Why why do you support Spurs and then or ahead of Portsmouth? Or I guess they're in different leagues. Uh, Where's Portsmouth? League One. They're in League One. They're in the top six, so they are very close to being in the. I think they're third at the moment. They have an opportunity to either make the top two or be be in the playoffs. Oh, that'd be so. Ooh, Sunderland's in the playoffs, by the way. Yes. We have a guest from Sunderland, Dave, Dave Wilson, who uh, it's been a tough couple of years for him. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're another sort of sleeping giant that could make their way back up. 
back up the leagues. Cool. And so why why did you use Tottenham? At what point as a uh, kid, I guess? Honestly, since I was, I, I don't want to give my age away, but since <laughs> I was two years old, um, I loved the names Ozzy Dealers and John Shadozi and <laughs> supported Tottenham ever since then. So I've got, I've got uh, soccer kits from two years old. No way, that's awesome. That is great. That's so cool. I still have them. I haven't thrown them away. Now they're (laughs) they're back in England, but um, yeah, haven't thrown them away. So still got them. And what brought you to the US? Uh, In Nebraska, I guess. Been over here for 14 years. So my my brother lives over here. So come over here 16 years ago, met people and... You know, people told me Nebraska's the place to be in America. <laughs> well, people so, like it's nice. It's nice. It's nice people yeah. here. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody's everybody's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming that you'd been to many Portsmouth games as yes. a kid and probably seen some pretty crazy things. I mean, when you're a little kid, you're kind of you're kind of you know you're there. You're watching the game with your you know family or parents or dad or whatever. Yeah. But then you like you get a little older and you go as a teenager. Yep. You know, that's when you kind of start paying attention to things that are going on around you. You know, yes. you get past that being a little kid phase. Yep. So you've probably seen some pretty crazy things, you know, yep. at, at games, at yep. matches. Well, probably uh, probably one of the craziest things for, for me as a Spurs supporter was in the, uh, I think it was the fifth round of the FA Cup in 91 when Spurs actually won the FA Cup and I was the only Tottenham fan in the Portsmouth end. <laughs> Whoa! Um, so it was against Portsmouth. Oh, Paul, oh geez. Paul, uh, Paul Gazza, Gascoigne scored both goals. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it was when uh, they used to stand. And uh, um, and this is at Wembley? This No, this was at Fran Park. This was at Portsmouth. Yeah, not, not, not the final game. Yeah, oh, oh okay, game. okay. So, yeah. Um, my dad told me to keep quiet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. You know, when we scored the two goals, <laughs> you know, I couldn't. Yeah. So... Uh, but uh, I got out alive, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> See, we we and we, we we talk about this with all of the people we have on the show. We we as Americans can't wrap our heads around the whole like, you know, not the really the hooliganism. You know, that can take place at any sport, yeah. but well, it's the, like yeah, the whole people. like ferociousness of loving your team so much, and then the whole separation of the fans as they come into the stadium. You know, yeah. we, we just, especially in Nebraska, where, you know, everybody sits next to everybody else and it's like, hey, thanks for coming to town. I'll buy you a beer, you know? <laughs> so this is probably very odd for you to, to come to this, but you're acclimated to it now. Yeah, do you yes. remember the first time you came to like a Nebraska football game or something and everybody's like nice to the opponents? I know. Clap as the team is. doesn't happen in England. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is the Portsmouth rival? Southampton. Oh, it is. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so there, that stems from some years and years. Is it ago. geographical? Yeah, it they're for... only forty minutes away, um, but stems from I think the eighteen hundreds. So wow. hey, these things you, go back you know so Nick far. Holmes? I do, yeah. Okay, he's yep. from Southampton. Yes, so. yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's been a few times. So you guys have your songs and everything. So we don't, we don't have any of that. You know, we don't, we don't have our own like songs. Yeah. You know, and when you talk about American football, it is, you know, we don't, there's no songs that are made and the chants and all that, you know, that we can, you can hear on the TV, yeah, which most just, of which you can't repeat anyway. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand at least no, it's been uh, it's, it's big been weekend awesome. guys. Anything going on? I'm signed up for the half marathon. So what? All right, yeah, Perk. Yeah. 
Is this so, your first your water at? Is this, <laughs> your, is this your first first I've, I've half? Done actually, I've done actually three fulls okay. back when I wore younger men's clothes. Whoa! And uh, I've done a few halves too. So it's just Good for you. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how I feel Sunday morning. <laughs> Digger, yeah, right. Big plans for the weekend, Digger. Uh, potentially going to uh, to Rockford uh, with my son. So he's uh, he's playing uh, in the MRL. So uh, awesome! Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. great. Scott, always good to see you. What do you got going on? I am going to go to a Kentucky Derby party on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I am hosting a Kentucky Derby nope. party this Saturday. We should actually probably mention <laughs> yeah. good luck to Digger, actually, with your Gretna girls, actually, because uh, you got a big game yep. uh, tonight. See who goes to state. So. Yep. In yep. a couple good hours here, yep. right? We play, t- we play tonight at uh, 5 o'clock against Carney in the district final. So Best uh, of luck, good, dude. Thank yeah. you. Good Stay luck. Fast. It's always a good time. Awesome. Thank you. As, as you know, of course, the show is uh, at 6 p.m. on ESPN 1015-1480 a.m., but of course, you can catch us on demand anytime on iTunes. Just look it up, The Real Football Show, and of course, on ESPNLincoln.com. It's Animal. Hey, Scott, Digger, Perk, always good to see you guys. It's always a good, good time. Please come back. You know, Scott, you've been here before, but Digger, you got to make your way back. We get more, get, dig, dig some more stories out of you. Love to. For some, of those, for for some of those great matches. It is The Real Football Show on ESPN FM 1015-1480 a.m.